Straight from the 734, it's the Eastern Insider Podcast. Your chance to get in on the action. I can guarantee you it's one area of the building I won't be using because we all know how little time I'm spending in any weight room. A lot of crazy scenarios that can happen and need to happen for the defending MAC tournament champions. Uh, the assist numbers spoke for themselves. Looking forward to the trip down to Akron. Uh, sure, Akron. Now, let's send it to the guys on the inside of it all. Greg Steiner and Alex Jewell. As the new president and general manager of the Motor City Cruise. Uh, so without further ado, Rob, welcome. And we'll give you a couple minutes off the job to uh, sort of give us your opening thoughts. Very thankful and appreciative of, of Arlen Tellum and uh, Troy Weaver for, for their belief in me uh, to come in and, and help lay a solid foundation uh, for the Motor City Cruise. Um, and I'm just looking forward, uh, you know, to getting started. You just heard from a 10-year bench boss at Eastern Michigan as Rob Murphy announced last week that he was departing the university to head to the Motor City Cruise of the G League, part of the NBA's uh, Detroit Pistons organization. A lot of uh, time spent with Murph over the years, and we want to wish him the best of luck as part of Alex and I's uh, journey with him. Alex, March Madness, Murphy leaving upsets galore new coach on the horizon and we got a lot of other things on the plate to talk about today we do and first things first everybody's wondering what's going on with the men's basketball program where they're at with the search how long it's going to take us to find a new head coach the answer straight remember we bring you information straight from the source and here's the answer greg and i don't know we we are not uh, in those discussions yet i know that uh I won't speak for Vice President and Director of Athletics Scott Weatherby, but I can assure you it's certainly on the top of his mind, and he'll and he'll get to that decision when the time's right. But Greg and I are not quite in that uh, in that room, are we, Greg? I can guarantee you that you and I will not be coaching the basketball team next year. But when the green smoke rises out of the convocation <laughs> chimney, you can be sure we'll be right there to deliver all the information that you could ever hope about the upcoming 30th coach in Eastern Michigan basketball history. That's true. And as we talk about the new coach, you would be would be remiss not to mention Rob Murphy. A great opportunity for him. And just echoing the thoughts of Greg, I know everybody here certainly thanks him for his 10 years of service here at Eastern Michigan, but a wonderful opportunity for him to go be in his hometown, and he is becoming an NBA executive. That's been a dream of his for a long time. So if you're interested in reading more about that, I know that the Motor City crews have done a great job of of publicizing that, as well as we last week put out some statements from Scott Weatherby and Rob Murphy, as well as some highlights there. So plenty of information to come in the near future about the direction of the basketball program, Greg. And But right now, we may not have a team in March Madness in terms of the women or men, but what a crazy week and what a great week for the Mid-American Conference because a team that you and I saw play three games a couple of weeks ago in Cleveland has knocked off Virginia, the reigning national champion, and uh, Ohio Bobcats, they are in to the round of 32. Tonight, we'll see if they can plan a trip to the Sweet 16 next weekend. Maction at its finest. Congratulations to all of those at Ohio University. 
our uh, best thoughts go to a guy we know very well, uh, Russ Eisenstein, on the radio side of things for Ohio and his journey as they want to punch their Sweet 16 ticket. As a Mac foe, you want them to continue to win because it brings great recognition to the conference. It also proves how great basketball is in the league. And also financially, it is very important to Eastern Michigan for Ohio to keep winning. It is. And aside from those aspects, you talked about it. It's just great publicity for this league. And you and I beat it on the drum all day long about in both football, basketball, really all sports, how competitive this league can be on the national scale. And our words are only worth so much, Greg. When a team actually goes out and does it and proves it, it just means that much more. And every year, it seems, the MAC in one of those two sports, we've had our fair share of fun with football and three Big Ten wins. But in basketball, too, there's been plenty of it. By the way, this is Ohio's third trip to the tournament with a first-round win since 2010. So a pretty impressive streak for them. The MAC has won first-round games each of the last three years, despite a heavy abundance of being underseeded in both men's and women's basketball. Uh, they continue to deliver. They do. And again, it's just such, it's so great for the conference and it's great for Eastern Michigan to be on that stage. And it's also good for our players and fans to see what is going on in Athens right now and think we could be the next team to do that. So even though we're not there this year, it gives me great hope and excitement that when I know we will get there, when we get there in both men's and women's, it's going to be some exciting times in Ypsilanti. I've been able to go twice on the women's side. There is nothing like the NCAA tournament. Still looking for that first NCAA appearance on the men's side. Uh, I've heard stories and, and seen videos. I cannot wait for the day that we are cutting down nets in Cleveland and heading to wherever it might be to just be in the discussion is, is a phenomenal accomplishment. It absolutely is, Greg. But another accomplishment that was phenomenal happened right here for one of our Eastern Michigan teams this weekend as gymnastics was able to go and compete in the Mid-American Conference Championships. And, Greg, they had a wonderful come-from-behind victory. They beat every other team there in attendance. It was held in Kalamazoo. And gymnastics was able to capture the 153rd MAC Championship for Eastern Michigan, their fourth in program history. And it's funny, almost immediately after, Sue Parks, who is the director of cross-country and track and field here, just won number 152 with men's indoor track. She tweeted, wait a minute, we haven't even gotten a chance to put up the number 152 on the 12-foot trophy in the SAPC yet, and we're already going to have to change it to 153. I don't know about you, Greg, but I would say that that's a pretty good problem to have if you're Scott Weatherby and the rest of the department. If you were a design company and or a banner company or that works around Eastern Michigan, you are always in business changing out graphics on trophies and everything else in the, these buildings because Eastern wins. We cannot continue to, to put that out there enough. The winningest program in Mid-American Conference history since joining the league in 1973. An accomplishment, tip of the cap to the student-athletes, coaches, and alums who have laid the foundation for Katie Minnesota and her club to win it. They've been so close in past years, but you think of the track record. Steve Wills wins one. Uh, Sarah Brown wins one. Katie Minnesota now wins one. And Jay Santos can also be attributed for his ability to build and turn this program around. The gymnastics team in the last decade has been just flush 
with winning. That's all they do, and it seems like every time they get the opportunity to rise to the occasion this year, they've done that. We're, we're going to talk to Katie Minnesota, the head coach, as well as Caitlin Sattler, one of the stars of the team. She's a junior. About just that, it seems like, Greg, so many meets this year, and they put together a fantastic record. So many times they were down going into the last rotation but found a way to win. That's exactly what happened in Kalamazoo last weekend. We'll let them tell you all about it as we come up, Greg. But just another fantastic accomplishment for this department, for these teams. And it's just so great as the calendar continues to flip, the weather gets better, championships are happening. It just seems like, although we're still not out of the woods with what we've been facing, it just seems like everything is normal when Eastern Michigan's winning. Yeah, the Eagles win, and they will continue to do that. They have some more opportunities to win some more. A big week around Eastern Michigan athletics. Not only we talk about gymnastics finding their NCAA tournament fate tonight, we also think about volleyball wrapping up their regular season this week. Games against Central Michigan on Tuesday. Before Ball State comes to town, Eastern will have to really... Uh, rely on other teams' help and winning themselves to find themselves in the postseason. Meanwhile, we see soccer. They will be back in action. Baseball, after a split against Akron, they will take on the Broncos of Western Michigan. Uh, So lots of things still going on. Plus, you have the ability to make a major impact on the university coming up on Wednesday as the Give Rise campaign, a, a celebration for Eastern Michigan's excellence, will kick off on the 25th. For more information, you can go onto the university website at emich.edu to kind of lock in uh, your way to watch is the largest comprehensive gift program in EMU's history will be kicked off this week as well. And Greg, speaking of that, we've got a gift to talk about too, because something that happened earlier in the week that were early, late last week, excuse me, that we haven't been able to talk about yet. And it has to do with that, a gift We need to send congratulations and thanks to Andrew Wiley. We talk about him quite frequently, of course, an EMU football alum, graduated in 2016, now plays with the Kansas City Chiefs. Greg, he pledged $150,000 to the student. Well, not to me, not to me, to the Student Athlete Performance Center, which is just a fantastic contribution for that. The offensive line meeting room in the SAPC will be named after him permanently and uh, it, it sparked what is also going down as a football locker campaign with EMU development so if you're interested in learning how you can sponsor a locker in that area you just need to go onto the emueagles.com website and go under the the give tab and all the information is there and Greg I can tell you right now you do not have to give 150000 to sponsor a locker in fact it's only $2,500 that comes custom and you can pay it over five years if you want or in one lump sum so a great opportunity not only to have your name kind of in the locker room for forever, but really it all this money helps the student-athletes and us continue to grow at Eastern. So I know from everybody here, we just can't say thank you enough to Andrew Wiley. What a great gift it is to not only see our student-athletes go on and continue to have great success in their personal lives, but it means a lot when they're willing to give back because that means that, that Eastern Michigan had an impact on them while they were here. He is the real deal. We can't thank him enough for what he continues to do. We also can't not thank uh, Darian Terrell enough for giving his time. 
playing with Wiley and just being his friend. Jake Kirkham was along. All these guys spend so much time together, and it means so much, those everlasting friendships and relationships that you have with those guys, that I have, and that's what continues to, to make them want to continue to give back. And that's why we uh, value you listening each and every week on this podcast because it's people like you that can also make a difference in every way at this university. Wow, I am going to grab a tissue and wipe my eyes because you, sir, are a poet. And just like our relationships are everlasting, I think this opens a little too everlasting. So we're going to head to break. On the other side of it, we've got Katie Minnesota, Caitlin Sattler. We're going to talk MAC championships. We've got a great week ahead, everybody. Stay tuned to Eastern Michigan uh, social media channels, emueagles.com, and continue to follow us all week long as we bring you all things Eastern straight from the source right here on the Eastern Insider. Be sure to download the Eastern Michigan Game Day app, available in the App Store and Google Play. The EMU Athletics app features live video, real-time social streams, scoreboards, stats, and more. An entire app dedicated to Eastern Athletics. Download the EMU Athletics app today. Well, Greg, we talk about it all the time on this show, how not even COVID can slow down Eastern Michigan from being the most dominant school in the MAC when it comes to winning those championships. And that was proven once again this past weekend as the Eastern Michigan gymnastics team went to Kalamazoo for their conference championships and took home the fourth trophy for the program. And we're so pleased now to be joined by head coach Katie Minnesota in her fourth season and junior Caitlin Sattler, who is uh, all impressive of her own and coach and Caitlin first off congratulations number 153 for Eastern Michigan the count just keeps going up and up we can't even hardly keep count anymore coach we'll start with you just kind of your opening thoughts on what it means to bring another championship back to Eastern Michigan but to do it with this team that I know you've been so proud of the whole year all that they've had to go through and finally getting to uh, get to that tournament and and pull it off yeah so excited Um, it just means the world to me and um, this team to bring home a match championship title back to this this uh athletic department um just want to make our alumni proud i mean going in and um this team is really something special they all year they've really done everything right and just kind of holding themselves accountable and doing everything that they possibly need to do to w- put that championship on the line and then we brought it home so that was so exciting caitlin for you obviously when you're thinking about where you want to come to school a championship is something you always think about. You talk with your teammates about, I'm sure, and your coaches preach to, to have that feeling of knowing it's all come together and you were able to accomplish what you guys set out to do uh, this past weekend. Just just give me your thoughts on, I know it's probably still hasn't necessarily hit you yet because the season's still going on. There's still more events to compete in, but just your thoughts on being able to call yourself a Mid-American Conference champion. Yeah, it's indescribable like this whole even the past two days and be like guys we won like it's absolutely amazing and it's what we compete the whole year for this is what we want to do we want to bring home trophies for our school for our team and this team is just amazing and I'm so excited (laughs) when you look up at the scoreboard throughout a course of a meet and and sometimes you start seeing those scores pile up and we've seen it a couple different times this year that 
you guys through the first or second rotations have been been trailing and then all of a sudden like a light switch and it just flips on what what kind of is, is it just pure luck sometimes with how the, the events lay out or is it just really for either one of you just kind of how is it when when you see it and you know you have that deficit to overcome because in past years, you haven't always closed as strong as you have this year. Yeah, I think that one of our main focuses this year was finishing strong. Uh, we talked about it last year, but I think we really incorporated just like finishing strong and finishing the meat and no matter what's our slogan. So we talk about it no matter what, finish the meat. And, you know, we're kind of like the comeback kids, you know, <laughs> we start off a little bit. Um, granted, I don't want to always be that. I want to be that, those, uh, that team that starts off strong in, in the middle and then finishes strong, but they have figured it out. They're, they're hungry. They want it. They know what, what to do. And they've, um, they don't let the little things that maybe like, for instance, beam didn't go as planned. That's our strongest event. And that was our lowest scoring event, but they didn't let that falter their confidence. And they just went out and I think almost kind of took a deep breath and relaxed a little bit and was like, well, we could just go out. It doesn't it, we we got nothing to lose. Caitlin, for you, when when you look at at the ability to pick up your teammates and and knowing when somebody falls off or doesn't have their best event, that next person up is ready to to pick them up. Uh, it, gymnastics is is a team sport, but it, individuals is what gets counted. How is it as a, a teammate to to go about uh, helping that person who just may have had a bad event by by knowing the next person is is going to have to put up a career score. Yeah. So like when someone messes up, especially like if it's my event, so like beam, for example, this time, um, like Michaela, she had a little bit of wobbles and she was a little upset after her routine. I looked at her and I said, we got your back. Like, don't worry about it. There's still five more phenomenal people after you that can pick up and just do their job and come back and fix it all. Well, and you're someone that not only does that, but leads by example to beam something that you're very strong in and another good performance at the Mac championships, a 9.850 for you, which which is a great score, but a lot of people may have noticed the last couple of weeks of the season, they didn't see your name in the lineup as much. And you've obviously become a fixture. So I know you were dealing with some off the uh, off meat injury type of kind of making sure you were healthy and clearly you come back and it was no issue for you. So take me through the last couple of weeks, just so we can understand kind of what you were going through and how you were able to get back. Right. So I injured myself at NIU about three weeks ago during the war. Up. So then I was taken out of the competition and then kind of just each day, it was like a day by day type situation, seeing how I was feeling to get better and just to be able to get back for Max to help my team out. And so it was just, there was no rush to go to the other meets. They were like, let's just rest, make sure we're feeling better. And then once you're feeling better, get out there and kill it. Well, we know that uh, any athlete, someone like yourself in, in your position was not going to to miss, obviously, your your last uh, event, the Mac, the MAC championships. And I commend you on that because I'll tell you what, if Greg and I like swing a golf club wrong, we're injured for like six weeks <laughs> and, and can't uh, move well. So it, it's just incredible to watch what you guys are able to do. And coach, when you think about your other performance, 
performances in other areas of the meet as well. Some really impressive performances that helped you guys to, to really the whole season be a contender in the league, but then obviously come through in the MAC championship. Talk us, talk us through some of those other performers uh, in addition to the one we were talking to right now with Caitlin that have really kind of stepped up for your team this year and, and helped you guys to, to bring home that championship. Yeah, we had um, two all-arounders with Jada and Hayden, and they did a phenomenal job. They haven't been doing all-around the whole time um, this season, and we ended up going two and three um, placements in the all-around, which is awesome. Um, so to have them come in and, and get their job done was great. Uh, Molly, Mac, vault champ, I mean, goodness that's awesome I, she didn't even know she won until like we got back cool she's like I actually won and I was like we go yeah <laughs> so it was pretty awesome um that kind of goes to show like our team's mentality just go out there do your best and do everything they can for the team it does, it's not about um I mean it is about winning it's about winning the, the team championship um and then Raisa um coming through with some clutch performances on floor and uh, bars so yeah and you're talking about Molly Paris of course who became the first vault champion for Eastern since 1988. So that is uh, wow. pretty yeah. impressive. <laughs> and, and the fact that she didn't even know about it. I mean, as a head coach, though, you've got to love that, right? That your your girls aren't concerned at all about their individual scores necessarily or about how, how they placed. At, at this moment, it was just about the team. Absolutely. I mean, like I said, I don't know how else to say it, but they are just a special group of young ladies and they have a vision. They know what they want. And like our team motto says, no matter what they're going to get it done and they're going after it so Kaylin post meet uh you were able to be named co-specialist of the year when you hear that recognition and know for your specialization uh to be recognized by the coaches around the league what's that feeling like to to get that honor and, and be known for representing your event so well it's honestly makes me speechless like i had i had no idea that that was going to happen like my friend carly was sitting next to me and she was like Kaylin, like what if it's you and i was like won't be me <laughs> and they're like Kaylin Sattler and I was like that's so amazing I got so excited I didn't even know what to do I was just so excited you've had to to battle some really tough competition throughout the course of this year I mean you invite Iowa State to come in on, on your senior day and, and see them put up a, a solid number. You've seen a school like Ball State be able to put up numbers, but you guys have been there through and through and the road not finished yet. As you wait, as we uh, tape this podcast, you will find out later this evening your fate in, in terms of where you're going to go for the regionals. But uh, thoughts about you you went up against some some tough competition and, and competed well, but now a chance to, to really show it on a national level. Um, I think it'll really like help us like to be able to go up against those big teams like that's so exciting and so fun and we get to do it sometimes but not all the time and especially this year we saw a lot of Mac schools so it'll be nice to be able to go up against like the bigger schools and show them who we are what we can do. Katie you've had uh, two previous times that this team has gone to a NCAA championship as a team uh, when it says that you all of a sudden the program is consistently in this situation the last uh, decade or so, what does it say about the growth of EMU gymnastics? Yeah, I mean, we're on the rise and I mean, the MAC in general is on the rise, but EMU gymnastics is just like, I'm so excited for the future. I mean, they each year they keep getting better and better and the, the culture that we've established, especially this year, is really shine through and um, just falling in love with the sport again and not that 
they didn't love it before, but like with COVID, I think it really kind of um, rejuvenated their love for the sport because it was taken away. And and then just knowing what they want and getting after it. Um, this is the first time that we've gone as a team with me. Um, we went as individuals for the first two years. And then obviously last year we um, had that opportunity taken away from us. But uh, to have it, us go as a team this year is just so exciting. And I think that um, having some of those other teams come in and showing a um, competing against a lot of teams. We competed against a five um, team meet and having a lot of quads, a couple double meet weekends. It only um, gets us ready for the, the postseason because we're going to have to compete several times at regionals. And um, so I'm excited about that. Yeah, Katie, I mean, we we hit the one year mark on the lockdowns and the COVID just last week. And Greg and I vowed that we were done talking on the podcast to anybody about COVID and how it's affected things. But I really do think in this situation, it does add just that extra level, right? Because not only did you guys miss out on last year and have to wait that extra time and you talked about the motivation, but just from a, from a conference standpoint too, and your guys' ability as a team to be be able to stay healthy, to compete in your events, to really go through a full season schedule and get the job done. Talk about not only your as a your team, but also as a conference, just how much of a success it is to be able to get to this point and now look back and say, we got through the conference championship. That's a big deal. Huge deal. I mean, uh, going through, I mean, any given day, you could have somebody um, test positive or somebody around you that you know or whatever, and it's happened in, in other conferences and um, using examples. Examples, I hate to say this, but using examples from other teams around the nation, other gymnastics teams were um, Georgia and UNH, for an example, they um, weren't able to compete in their conference championship because of uh, COVID. And so just using that as a reminder to our team to make sure, you know, we've been so blessed to be able to do this and not have any waverings. I mean, we had a, um, everybody has little things here and there, but just making sure that uh, they're doing what they possibly can um, to, to get the, the season in full. Um, and they've done that. They've done everything right. And they're holding each other accountable. And, um, you know, it starts at the top. I mean, we got to set the example too, and make sure that we're doing um, everything right and showing them that everybody's invested and we're all in this for the long haul. Yeah. You guys have been uh, the absolute queens of the uh, air high fives this whole year. I mean, it's funny watching you guys on uh, in person on TV. The first thing you always see is whoever finishes the routine routine. Someone there waiting with the mask to help them put it on and then it's air five so it's been really just a good testament to how how committed you guys have been but that's it too it's not over right so i mean there's how important is the next few weeks to really i know it's got to be it's getting tough for every athlete the, the weather's nicer school's winding down the season's a success in terms of winning the mac championship but you guys aren't done yet so how important is it to stay absolutely dedicated to the the protocols that you've had to endure for for over a year now just a few weeks longer and then hopefully in the next couple of months, this will all kind of die down. So important. I mean, that's what we talked about on the bus ride home. Um, I was like, enjoy this MAC championship, but we're not done yet. We still have more things to do. And you can wait till after the NCAA national championships because I expect us to have representation. Like that's that's the expectation and because we're that good. And I know it that it can happen. And so if we, we need to make sure that we're doing our part and 
following through with all the little details. I mean, I think we do everything right in the gym. It's just making sure outside of the gym with, as you said, with the weather getting nicer. And then we have a, a weekend off where we don't have a meet. So making sure that they uh, do the thing, the right things on that weekend. Caitlin, if I remember right, uh, you, your cousin is Emily Dubronix, who was previously a MAC champion and went to the NCAAs herself. Do you, uh, do you call her and, and say, uh, what's this next journey like? Or do you, did she reach out in any way and, and congratulate you on being now a champion? She did reach out. She um, texted me after the meet and she was like, I'm so excited for you guys because she said she was a little, it was like a bittersweet feeling for her because she was like, I missed out on it last year and it could have been our team last year too, but she was really, really excited for us and really, really proud of us. And Greg didn't ask, but I, you know, I, I just know if it was my family and mind you, there were some successful athletes in my family. I was not even close to one of them. So I never got the chance, but you've got a, is there a little smack talk that goes on? I mean, Caitlin, uh, I mean, you, you got to watch Emily for so many years kind of bring home all the hardware and, and be the talk of the town and you get to kind of throw it back a little bit now it's got to be a little bit of fun to kind of banter like that yeah it is a little bit of fun because <laughs> she was an amazing gymnast here and very well known and it's nice that my name is brought up sometimes and then but she always congratulates me and is really supportive of it always Katie as we start to to think about you know obviously the next steps ahead you guys talked about your season's not over you're waiting tonight to find out where you'll be heading for the regional for you as a coach one how exciting is it that you get to as you talked about still continue with the whole team now that is going to regionals but also how does things change the next couple of weeks how do the what does the practices look like as opposed to where you may in years past just be working with with one or two people now it's a full team um event and and you guys are not done yet that's right i mean so exciting that we get to take the team to regionals that's always the plan it's always the goal and um the practices don't change from what we've been doing. We're still going to do the same things we've been doing. It's working. Um, we don't need to change the way we approach regionals because we approach every day the same as a. it's an opportunity. We get to do the sport that we love and um, we only have six practices. It might be two weeks, but only six practices before our next competition. So um, we got to make good use of each practice and uh, go out there on Thursday and win that one, go Friday, win that one, <laughs> go to Saturday. So it could be three weeks in a row. Um, I expect at least two for sure. And Caitlin, as you think about the opportunity now to, to get to travel with your team and take on some new competition and, and do it at the highest level, what are your are your thoughts over the next couple of weeks of just how excited you are, but also uh, what you guys need to accomplish as the student athletes over the next couple of weeks to put yourselves in the best position to uh, try to advance even farther? I'm really excited. Last year, um, before it, we were sat home, I was supposed to be as an individual in regionals. So I'm excited this year to go as a team to not only get that opportunity, but even with all my teammates around me. And um, I'm going to approach it like it's just another meet. It's no different. We just do our gymnastics, go out there and we're fully capable of making it to the second day and making it even farther than the second day, as long as we just do our gymnastics and don't try to change anything because it's worked so far so coach before we let you go any fun plans for any type of are you guys getting together as a team to watch does social distancing prohibit that what what, what does today look like as you await to, to find out where you'll be uh, heading yeah actually um we are going to go to the um football meeting room in the sapsi and we're going to watch it there so we can socially distance and uh, be able to watch that and just see the excitement of where we end up i mean i just can't wait i'm so excited i'm pins and needles <laughs> Ha, <laughs> ha,
Well, we are certainly excited for you as well and can't congratulate you enough on number 153, the fourth MAC championship for EMU Gymnastics. Third, by the way, in the last six years. So most schools and most programs would like to have one every maybe 20 years. You guys have gotten three in the last six years. So pretty impressive stretch for Eastern Michigan coach. Caitlin, good luck as you guys await to find out where you're going to be traveling. Stay safe over the next couple of weeks so you guys can get there. And once you do, we'll be ready to cheer you on as we see the Eastern Michigan blocky out there in the regionals. Thank you. Thank you. That's coach Katie Minnesota and Caitlin Sattler of the EMU gymnastics team. They will wait tonight to find out where they'll be traveling for the regional competition after capturing their fourth Mid-American Conference Championship this past weekend. We'll, of course, keep you updated on emueagles.com and all over social media on where they'll be heading and how you can follow them in the weeks ahead. For Greg Steiner, I'm Alan Stuhl. This has been another edition of the Eastern Insider. We'll talk to you next week. That's it for this edition of the Eastern Insider Podcast. Thanks for listening. For Greg Steiner, I'm Alex Jewell reminding you to visit emueagles.com slash podcasts or go to SoundCloud, iTunes, or wherever you get your digital media to stay connected with us every Monday. As always, follow us on social media for the most up-to-date information on EMU Athletics.